Hello, everybody. My name is uh, Gary Harvey. I'm the Managing Director of Ringcom Resources. We're a West Australian-focused gold and copper ex uh, explorer, and we listed December 2020. Um, we raised $6 million at 20 cents, and we have uh, $3 million remaining in the tin for further exploration. Gary, thanks very much. Uh, thanks for the introduction. Good to, good to see you. Yes, yep. good to see you too, Melon. So Rincon Resources, your, your, your main um, project is up. It's called Hasties, is that right? Up in between um, Telfer and um, Haverion? Yes. Sorry, I, I should go back one step. We, we actually have three uh, projects in WA. We have uh, the South Telfer project. Uh, we have the Kirikara project and the Laverton Gold project. Um, South Telfer is our uh, flagship project, and within that project, um, we have the Hasties Prospect, where we've recently completed 5,000 metres of drilling, and we're about to commence our second phase of 5,000 metres of drilling um, the at the Hasties uh, Prospect. Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> and just to put uh, uh, viewers or listeners in the picture and kind of in the context, could you just uh, remind me uh, and everyone uh, the you know, what, what the for mine and also um, where have it and um, have area in the West, you know, why are you in this area and what are those two major um, deposits? What, you know, what are their kind of key features in terms of size and grade? Yeah, look, you know, um, Patterson province, as you know, is, is a large province. It's well known for sedimentary hosted um, copper gold deposits, very large systems. Um, South Telfer, uh, the Telfer gold mine, uh, is, is 12 kilometres from Hasties uh, as the crow flies. Um, that's a 32 million ounce gold deposit and over uh, a million tonnes of copper has been produced or will be produced from that gold mine. Telfer is the classic um, anticlinal fold hinge type um, gold copper deposits. So you get gold mineralisation uh, related to quartz veining and sulphides in, uh, in, in quartz reefs inside these anticlinal bodies uh, zones. And you also uh, get related to that uh, stockwork and breccia style mineralization. So these are subvertical structures that come up through your sedimentary sequence um, and create very high grade um, steeply dipping loads. Um, so Topper has a combination of both the reef and stockwork and breccia style mineralization. Averion uh, being a fairly new deposit, um, you know, it, it's about 45 to 50 k's away from where we are. It's more of a, a pure sulphide style and brecciation. Now, um, it's not related to an intrusive dome, so to speak. It's more of a, um, an intrusive plug. So it's a great big cigar-like feature that's poked its nose up through the sediments and you've got mineralisation around the edges of that as opposed to anticlinal uh, features over the top of that. Um, so at Hasties, um, the style of mineralisation that we're targeting and, and certainly what we've seen from our existing drilling is analogous to um, Telfer in that we've got uh, reef-style mineralisation and we've got breccia and stockwork-style mineralisation. Okay, nice. Thank you for the, um, uh, the, the refresher. Um, <clears throat> And um, is Telfer in sulphide? Because I, I, um, looking at some of your sections on the work that you've done at, in your South Telfer project, 
you know, there's quite a pronounced base of oxidation and the mineralization that the, the bulk of the mineralization looks to be in, in the oxide zone, in the kind of the weathered portion of the profile. Yeah, look, that's correct. So at the moment, Hastings uh, presents itself as an oxide uh, zone of mineralisation. Indeed, it, it uh, manifests at the surface as a gossam. Um, now, that gossam is related to, um, you know, uh, both uh, reef and stockwork uh, mineralisation originally. Um, so at the moment, it's really just a, a wad of iron oxides with, um, with copper floating around and, and bits of quartz. Um, and certainly there's gold. Now, that oxide mineralisation that we've defined or drilled to date, um, so it starts from surface, we've drilled that down to about 120 metres below surface. Um, it, it's gone up to 50 metres wide um, in the thickest part, and certainly uh, in the narrowest parts, it's about five metres wide, where it starts to get more vertical. Um, and, and it's open in all directions. So this is the test now for phase two, is to start extending on what we've defined already. And are you going to, um, well, there was another aspect of the drilling that I kind of um, I, I noticed is that quite often, it, in a sense, you've got an envelope around the dip of your your, your drilling. So your drilling seems, it's almost as if it's going down, um, down structure. And you've got a couple of cross holes, uh, you know, what's, what's driving the orientation of your drilling? I mean, have you, is, is it structural mapping or is it just, was it just the first phase? It was just a look-see. Yeah, look, it's a bit of both. So when we walked into this, we knew uh, Newcrest had obviously done some drilling here back in the mid nineties. Uh, they obviously identified a zone of mineralization across about 300 meters of strike. And, and our first initial aim was to, to follow up on Newcrest drilling um, we had to verify that data was useful um, to be able to use that in a resource estimation. Now, during the process of planning that program, we obviously did some mapping at, that, at the same time and realised that, indeed, the Hastings Gossam was, was the, um, the apex of a fold hinge. Um, so we had one side of the fold hinge with limbs dipping to the west and the other side with limbs dipping to the east. So... Um, Structurally, yes, we, we drilled it from uh, the west back towards the east. Now, that's drilling into the, the western limb and, and hopefully you, you, you drill all the way through the sequence and you come out through the eastern limb. Um, most of the mineralisation that, mineralisation that we're seeing at the moment seems to be related to the eastern limb. Um, so it has made it difficult um, with this first phase, having pushed our holes uh, further to the west um, we didn't quite reach all the way through the eastern limb, but we've drilled it enough to be able to know that that mineralisation follows that eastern limb down at depth. Um, and we've also seemed to be intersecting some subvertical structures, cutting through that sequence as well. Does that mean your second phase of drilling is going to come in from the uh, east to the west to kind of um, better test that eastern limb? Yeah, look, that's ideal. We'd love to be able to do that. Unfortunately, um, because Hastings outcrops at the surface, it also means that the, the topography is actually quite uh, undulating at surface. So it just happens that the, the eastern side where you, you, know, you prefer to drill um, is actually quite difficult because of the nature of the, the topography. It's quite steep and undulating. And um, given, given the, the uh, significance of some of the outcrops in the area, um, you know, at this stage, we're not willing to, to bulldoze half a mountain down to drill a hole. So we think we can still achieve the same result by drilling from the west, where it's slightly flatter, 
Uh, it just means we've got to drill a bit deeper. Okay, understood. Um, and are you going to target the oxides? Are you going to push down below 120 meters? Are you going to? Um, is your focus to extend along strike? Uh, or are you going to do some deeper holes? Now, are you going to, I noticed that in one of your slides, there's an intrusion um, and some deep holes. And, you know, it's possible kind of a kind of a Hail Mary, uh, maybe you could hit a Haveria on West or kind of a... Um... Yeah, look, phase two is a combination of both. So we will start to look at some um, extensional strikes. So one to 200 metres either side of both the Hasties main and the, and the Hasties southeast zones. But... You know, really, we want to start testing that depth potential. So that deep target that you're referring to, which relate, which we think is related to this intrusive dolerite sill, that that certainly we want to test that. Um, so, yeah, at the same time, extension, but you know, the deep, the depth um, is the real the real potential that we um, you know we want to test in this program. So that'll that'll be the main focus. Um, and we'll chip away with the extensional, the strike extensions um, through a series of programs going from from here on. And um, how deep? How deep is a deep hole? In uh, you know, what are you targeting? Look, we're quite fortunate um, because our mineralisation start from surface. This, this dolerite seal is about three hundred metres below current level of drilling. So our holes, we only have to drill probably up to about five hundred metres maximum. Um, if you compare that to something like Haverion, um, you know, you, you've got to drill 400 metres just to get to the top of the system. Um, and then you've got to drill another 400 metres to go through it. So uh, that's the difference. Um, so our, our, our drilling is at this stage shallower, um, which means it's, you know, we can te- effectively test this system um, uh, cost effectively. And are you, doing, um, are you doing air core as well in the region? So you're, I mean, you're doing a bit. So is it diamond for the deep, RC for the less less deep, and um, air core for the uh, scout? Yeah. So look, RC and diamond is the focus for Hasties, uh, because this is uh, essentially uh, uh, mineralisation presenting itself at surface. There's less um, transported weathering material. Um, now we still say it's oxalized, which it is, but it's still quite hard. So that, that's definitely an RC and diamond um, drilling to, to test that, to get the depth. Um, the air core drilling we've actually assigned to test our, um, our newly defined geophysical targets, uh, our B10 targets, bear on um, some of our tenements further to the southeast. We do know from mapping that there's, um, there's a certain level of transport of material, so air core is the, first, the best way to test those targets on a, on a, uh, on a maiden um, testing of those targets. And, and what that'll do is basically we'll just punch through the sand, the overlying sand, and we'll test the top of the bedrock and really identify if there's any supergene anomalism um, on that surface, that front. Um, and then if there is, we'll, we'll follow those targets up with uh, RC at a later date. And, and that's in, still within the broader South Telfer, Telfer project, but just in the licenses to the southeast. That's right. So there's three areas of licenses. You've got the Hasties area, uh, which is the smallest sort of part of our tenement package. Then you've got a central tenement area. We've got some targets there we're going to be testing early next year. And then there's the, we- the, the western um, target area, um, which is the largest part of our project, uh, which is directly along strike from the, the Telfer, uh 
uh, mine, and certainly that 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 highly prospective Telford geology. Um, and we'll we'll get to that again, um, probably towards the second quarter of next year. And uh, you also mentioned that you're going to be doing some ultra fine fraction um, soil geochemistry. Can you explain that to me? Uh, um... Yeah, look, that's um, look, it's a traditional uh, technique. So this is um, taking soil samples from the surface, from the sands. Now, um, recent studies by uh, the CSIRO, uh, CSIRO, government um, um, geological agency. So they've identified that by taking samples from the uh, the, the, the low lying um, material in between the sand dunes, um, if you if you sieve that to a very 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 fine fine fraction, that you get some very uh, residual. Uh, geochemical responses that could actually tell you a bit about what's sitting um, below those sand dunes um, at depth. So it's proven to be successful. Um, Virion or Greatland have, have used it and Tipa Resources have used it. Um, they've identified suites of targets from those. Um, so we think that's um, something that we could use at Western, given the very early stage of the work down there. Um, hopefully... We identify some responses and if we can overlay that information on top of uh, our geophysical targets, then that gives us two, two layers of information to prioritise some of those targets for our, for our first phases of um, air core drilling. Great. Um, thank you. I, I, I'm, I'm not used to working in <laughs> those desert environments where the ultrafine um, soil geochemistry might, might be uh, productive. Um, <clears throat> just on the just going back to Hasties and the Gosson and the weathering profile and the copper, um, is it is it too early to have done pet petrography? Have you done any kind of um, kind of species analysis of where the kind of the copper is sitting and where the gold is sitting? And are you are you at all worried about that, or is it just too early days? You're just trying to work, map out where the metal is at the moment. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm not worried about it. It's certainly something we aim to do. At the moment, the drilling, we haven't essentially got the right material to start doing that type of work. Um, this is why we're doing diamond drilling. So diamond drilling will allow us to get, you know, fresh rock and, and usable material that's um, a lot better to use for those type of studies. Um, we do have the benefit of, uh, you know, existing research from, um, you know, Telfer and uh, well, particularly Telfer. Uh, so we've got a pretty good understanding. Um, we have a consultant that used to used to work for Newcrest here, so he has a, a lot of insight that um, is guiding us as well. Um, but certainly, uh, we, we'll start to do that. Um, we'll start to do those studies as we start to draw deeper and get good, you know, fresh rock from Diamond Core. Yeah, good. Let's go on to the other projects. Could you tell me a bit about what's um, what you're working on in, um, on Kurukari and um, uh, Leverton, please? Yeah, look, Kirikara is, uh, is another um, key project for us, well, in, in my view. Um, it's, a, it's an IOCG-style um, copper and uh, orogenic gold um, project, so mineralisation. Um, the, the main target at the moment at uh, Kirikara is our Kali prospect. This is, a, this is an IOCG-style target um, straight up. It was drilled... Uh, in the mid 2000s, by a company called Ashburton Minerals, um, and they they draw some excellent results. Um, very wide widths of medium, uh, low to medium grade copper, 
um, which is really good because it obviously tells you there's a lot of copper in the system. And uh, it, we're, we're actually quite fortunate because uh, my current co-director, Zephron Reeves, he was actually the geologist that drilled those holes at Picali back in the mid-2000s. So, again, we've got a good level of insight um, and on the back of his knowledge and certainly some of the reviews or the data review that we've completed, um, you know, we've, we've developed some really good targets to drill test. Uh, two of those targets uh, are deemed very high priority and, and we plan to drill those um, set from second quarter of next year um, using RC and diamond drilling. Um, those particular targets actually lie adjacent to that historical drilling. So look, we, we think that potentially that could be the source of the existing copper mineralisation. And, um, you know, we're, we're actually quite fortunate to have received uh, an EIS co-funding grant from the government, WA, um, to drill a couple of diamond holes to test those targets. So, you know, that's a real shot in the arm for us, having the government back you. Um, and, and, and assist you by um, refunding some of your drilling costs. So yeah, so, um, let's the, the the grant from the government, um, seventy seventy five thousand uh, dollars. What's what's that about? Because uh, it's not usual, is it, for governments to fund exploration drilling? Yeah, that, that's right. So um, look, it's one hundred and fifty thousand dollar co funding grant for Kiwicara, and we've also got seventy five thousand dollar co funding grant for South Telfer. This phase two now, um, several yeah, so two hundred and twenty odd thousand dollars. So um, several years ago, in fact, probably about twelve years ago now, <laughs> um, the government set up a scheme to you know um, try and accelerate and encourage explorers to start testing new areas, um, particularly undercover. Um, they obviously felt there was a need to start testing and finding deposits at depth because a lot of the shallower deposits have been mined or found. Um, so this was really an incentive to push people out there into the, the nether regions, I guess, to, um, you know, to start looking under deep cover. And so every year, twice a year, they run a program, uh, a series of applications where you can present or put forward a proposal to, uh, to test some valid targets and they assess those and, and, and they, they rank those applications and, and subject to the merits of those applications, they'll decide whether they will assist you or not. So um, it's great for the company, they get a grant, but it's also a benefit to the state of WA because they, uh, out of that grant, they get um, the drill core or whatever material that you, you uh, whether it's RC or diamond or whatever, but in our case, it's, it's diamond drilling, so... Um, we're obligated to give half of our diamond core to the government. They'll do a series of their own analysis, interpretation on that, and, and that data comes back to us. So that helps us. Um, and, uh, yeah, look, and it's more about us being allowed to do or encouraging us to do our work, but it's also assisting the government for, um, you know, the geological survey to obviously learn more and gain more information about these new areas, which they don't already have either. Uh, great. Oh, well, well what, a, what, a, what a system. That's fantastic. Uh, can you tell me, um, underneath the, when you're doing the air, the air core in South Telfer, um, there's obviously transported cover there. Kind of what depth are you going to there? And also on Kirikuri, what's the what's the kind of the depth of the cover there? So in both areas, just so I've got in, our, in my head, how, how deep undercover you're looking in those two areas? 
Yeah, look, so um, South Telfer, as I said, Hasties, there's, there's practically no cover. So it, it presents itself at the surface. Uh, the central tenement area, there's probably, I think, I think about 20 or 30 metres of, of, of cover. Um, it gets a little bit deeper when we get to Western. We know that from previous historical drilling that the cover goes down to about 100 metres. So in the scheme of it, it's still shallow. Um, Kiwikara, um, Pakali Prospect is actually outcropping. So it's, uh, you know, this, this is uh, rocks that have been pushed up for the surface. So Pakali itself is um, it, basically no cover, which is why we go straight in with RC and Diamond. Obviously, to test additional targets in Kiwikara at a later stage, um, with Aircore, um, we will have to go through cover, but at the moment, I, I couldn't tell you how deep that is. We, we just don't know the answer to that one yet. But you got the grant for going undercover, I mean, um, and yet it sticks out of the ground. Yeah, yeah no, so in that, yeah, in that sense, because it's a diamond hole, right? So um, it, we started the service, but the target, the target's actually quite deep. So the drill targets for Kirikara are about uh, 400 metres below surface. So we're drilling uh, probably two 500-metre holes to test those targets. So in that sense, um, yeah, the, the, the grant's not just about drilling um, under transported um, cover. It's, it's drilling targets at depth. Um, that's probably more a better definition is um, deep targets more than um, testing for things just under cover. Thank you. I, I, um, that's, that's, uh, I, got it, I got it clear in my head now. <laughs> Um, I saw I, I saw um, uh, Ed Mason on the board and Jeff McNamara and um, um, the, sort of the NED you mentioned, who's the um, MD of El, El, um, El Tesoro in Chile. Yeah, Tesoro, Zephron Reeves. Yeah. Zephron. Uh, so to me, that all links back to Medea in London. Um, is, is, is that part of the foundation of the company? Um, do you know Medea Fund? No, 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 I don't know. Sorry. Okay, and um, you've got a, um, one major shareholder of seventeen percent. Um, uh, what was the name of it? Um, Gunsend, Gunsend PLC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you? What's what's that um, name represent? I think the name is actually the name of a of a racing horse, to be honest. Um, but Gunsend is a group of Australian investors. Um, and they, uh, they're obviously a public company in the, in the UK. Um, they uh, invest in natural resources and uh, alcohol, <laughs> of all things. Um, so they, they have a portfolio of assets, and uh, they came in through one of our JLMs, um, Ironside Capital. We brought them in at float. Um, our other JLM is PAC Partners. Um, but yeah, that no, guns in they're good. They're, they, they're quite supportive. Okay, great. Um, so uh, I guess just to kind of wrap up, you've got uh, $3 million in cash. It looks as if you're kind of burning about a million dollars a quarter. Uh, so you've probably got runway for six months. Um, just riffing off the top of my head, which means that you've got to uh, come up with some uh, directors' holes in the next six months. What what do you looks what represents success? You know what what can we look for in the next six months? Which we go, he did what he was trying to do, and they've they've achieved it, and 
now they can raise more money on the back of that? You know, what's, what does success look like? Well, look, um, to be honest, hopefully success is uh, great results at depth by Hastings. Um, you know, we're, we're, we, we believe in the target. Um, we think we've got good potential there. So uh, that would be the first cab off the rank is, is getting some good results at depth um, and certainly um, realising the potential for scale uh, um, at Hastings. So, you know, even if we don't hit a deep target, um, we get enough information to tell us that the system's alive, um, that we need to keep doing some more drilling, um, and the results will come because if the system's there, you can prove that it's mineralised and, and it has that type of scale. Um, you know, at the moment, the system is over one kilometre, but if we can say, right, we know it's at one kilometre now, but these results are telling us that the system could stretch across two kilometres and uh, we've got enough good results now at depth um, to tell us that there's something alive, there's something down there that we should still keep drilling to test. Well, um, what, secondly, what the, sorry, sorry. And when you say kind of, um, let, let, let's say um, you get that intercept, which says mm, we haven't hit the mother load, but there's something alive here. Is it 50 meters at 50, Oh God, sudden, sudden echo. Um, is it 50 meters at 0.1 grams of gold? Is it 50 meters at hundred meters at 0.2? You know, when, when you think about it, what's, what's, what, it, what what will tell you? Oh, look, I think in this case, it's not so much about the result. It's about um, the geology. So absent of the result, if you know you've drilled into uh, a structure that you think is the soil, um, you're going to see uh, the alteration, right? So the quartz veining, you're going to probably see some sulfides. Um, you know, you're going to see um, stockwork veining, um, some brecciation, now, it may not necessarily be high grade, but they're certainly going to tell you that you're in the ballpark and you're not that far away. Um, so that, you know, absent of results, if you hit the right structures, you know, you, you, you certainly got something to vector off um, and that'll help you then fill your next hole, which hopefully gets you into the, into the goods. Um, so, but first and foremost, um, we'd like to hit the good results straight away. But like I said, if there's enough information there, which is the right geology, the right structures, you've seen the right structures, the right alteration, then you know you're in the system. And then it's just a matter of, uh, you know, a few more extra holes and, and, and hopefully you've got it there. And it, this is what the exploration game is all about. Um, you know, this is, this is why um, Verion is where it is because it was followed up on something that gave them the indication that there was something down there um, and, and it was only when they went in and drilled extra holes that they pinged it. So... Um, so a similar thing will most likely happen at, at, um, at, at Hastings. Now, secondly, uh, success is uh, um, achieving what we set out to do in terms of uh, our program commencement at Kiwikara. So we've just completed our um, heritage agreement with the, um, um, the Matu Matu native title uh, um, holders. Um, so now that facilitates us to be able to get access out there and start that drill program. So if we, we can get out there and start that beginning of uh, second quarter of next year, then that's a real win because, um, you know, it puts us ahead of schedule in terms of getting out to Kirikara. Like I said, Kirikara is, um, you know, obviously has some fairly significant potential that needs testing. Gary, that's brilliant. Thank you so much. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you and uh, it'll probably be appropriate to catch up with you again in Q2. Uh, to hear 
how you got on with all the all, all of the work. Absolutely. Yep. I'll put that on my list of things to do. <laughs> Good. Uh, thanks a lot.